Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 67th episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educate Collins. I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Collins. How are you doing today? I'm good, I guess. Clean my room. Opium. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I am doing all right. Um, so we've we don't have like a super super crazy long episode today because there isn't too much that has changed since last week. We do have the lobby legends like completion of the month to talk about and just kind of our experience through that. And then we just have like just mess some meta discussion. So this might not be like a super long one, which is fine. You know, you don't need to uh, have crazy long ones every single week, but should still be fun. Nevertheless, we always start off with Shady moving out of focus and coming back into the focus. But after yeah. that, we do have our weekly overview. So just kind of um, our games for the week or our thoughts for the week overview. So this is like... The week after the patch or so where they've removed uh, Grease Blood, they've added Chroma Wing, they've uh, added Togwaggle and just kind of that meta. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the meta overall. Uh, but my experience, it's been fine. Uh, not, not, not bad or anything. You know, there's been some days where uh, I dip, but it's not due to like the meta. It's just due to like bad rng which can happen in every meta like you're losing 20 percenters to die um <laughs> or things like that like that happens you know every week basically right you're gonna have a 20 percent where you you lose it and then oh, that's, that's for lethal and then there goes like under mmr and you have to climb it back but um overall like you know besides those like couple of moments it's been fine for me i haven't had too many issues uh the meta's okay so uh, you know, obviously there are things that could be improved, but overall, I'm having a decent right go at it. How about you, Shady? It's it's been great for me. Like I, uh, I kind of had a slow start to the last few metas, I guess, uh-huh. and I got I was kind of just like struggling where. I was I was below 12k not too long ago, or was kind of just hovering the whole time, right? Where like 11.8 or whatever, and, and just trying to get there. But I was over 1300 after the qualifying period, and then today I pushed to 14k. I said 1300, but 13k, right? So I was I was 13.3 after the qualifiers and or after the ladder ended. Yeah, and then 14k now. So it's been just some yeah. Just some, you know, like things click and all of a sudden you're just like, okay, I'm no longer getting the top eights where I was getting them before and I'm getting more top ones. So the, the climbing, it was, yeah, it was just pretty crazy. The, the difference that happens when you really start understanding the meta. And, you, you think there's cool. anything to do with like grease bar removal and like not having to force that kind of composition? Because we had grease bar for like a, a month, right? So that's true. Uh, yeah. There, there yeah. might because like, yeah. I, I do think like grease spot was like too simple or like too easy for mm, yeah. non-skilled players to just like oh i got a grease spot oh now i'm as good as you guys like i've you know <laughs> i'm winning the matches now i'm just as good as everyone in the leaders ladder yeah. 
Uh, and then you take that like crutch away, and they're just like, "Oh, what do I do now?" Like obviously, there's yeah. still like broken mechanics, like you know, the people are still utilizing, but it's not as like clear. I would say, and it still it requires some level of skill to be like, "Oh, how do I do the crowbar thing?" Yeah. Right? Because like every like, how time, do I create a gem stack of two hundred, two hundred? Right? Yeah, to get so, to that point, you need to play well. So it no, might yeah. not just be like, "Oh, I'm seeing the matrix." It just might be like, "Oh, there's." You know, there's less like free things that people can do. So now my skill is like more showcased. I, I uh, that's that's very likely going to play a part in it. Yeah. For yeah, I I think that patches in general do just help the really experienced players, right? Because you 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 can have some players Depends that are. On the patch. Sorry? Depends on the patch, you know. Well, that's why, like, that's why I say generally, right? So generally, whenever there's a change in the meta, if you understand the game and you know what makes a strong board and you know kind of what, what makes sense, right? The things that make sense, strong players are going to intuitively pick that up and kind of run away with it and, and do well. I feel like the it's more likely that less experienced players, they're going to rely a little bit more on just patterns and, okay, I do this and then I do that. I say that because I, that's, that's the evolution I see in myself. So maybe that's not true for other players, but I definitely see myself relying more on patterns and strategies. And then as I get more comfortable with a meta, as I get better at it, it becomes a lot more fluid. And it's just like, oh, this makes sense and that makes sense and this is strong and that is not strong. And this is a level, and that is not a level and stuff. And those things, they're a lot less clear if you're you, more. You know, I'm like the exact opposite. I, yeah. I'm very fluid at the beginning, and then I learn the patterns. Right. Yeah. You might be a little bit too fluid at the start. Yeah. Which is yeah. Funny. And then yeah. I'm like, oh wait, this is actually good. Let me just, you know. So it's actually the opposite for me. How I learned where, at first, like new patch, I'm just trying everything. And then, like, someone beats me with something, I'm like, ah, let me do that. And then I get that, like, pattern of, like, oh, this is actually playable. And then, so yeah. it's it's actually the opposite for me. It, it, interesting. It's, it's almost like it's OP where you're doing fine without it. And then somebody shows you, like, oh, this is a free win. Like, oh, ooh, I can pick yeah, it up. Yeah, free it's, win. yeah. <laughs> that's very true. Oh, that's like, I yeah, just like the free win it. techniques. Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, uh, like I think uh, I think a good one is when you learn, like, oh, when I have a Buster, a Baron, I, I just need to pick up, like, Kangor and the the blaster, blaster and i blow up my opponent's board and summon a bunch of mega busters right and you weren't doing that before and it's like so he shows you don't like, do that oh, you win, <laughs> it's, right? it's still it's still niche that's still a niche thing for it's me it's still bro. pretty free uh, it is so, free but it's... yeah or, or something stupid like hey you can play a sarah you can stay on tier one i found criminal wings like oh well, i picked up a free win technique i i literally yeah. was like when the patch came out i played your and i was like tried and i played it and i didn't do super well and i was like it felt good like you know but i didn't do that well yeah. and then like a week later everyone's like yes there is op and i was like i played yes Sarah like the first day you know came out because i was like maybe it's okay i had no idea you know and now it's like oh it's op so it's just like you learn things and then like oh i the pattern of yes Sarah. now i know it you know so but before I was just like trying Ysera blindly because I was like, oh, they, maybe Crowing's okay. Mm, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, I also want to say for the, um, you said that uh, 
patches help the better players i i i still think it depends on the patch because I, I would agree with your statement for like the first week maybe the first week and a half but i think like once two weeks three weeks pass like if the patch isn't super balanced or so like it just helps the the yeah you know every like you know so, it, it can help everyone like naga, as well. naga for instance where yeah. it's like it can't do that much well, I mean, it depends, right? Because like it depends on the patch. Once, it, yeah, like I was saying, but like it's not. Yeah, I I think it I think it also depends how willing you are to just exploit things because like when Nagas were doing really well, like you could really really farm people just using Sephens, but you kind of yes, have to. Yes, but I'm saying it weren't. equalizes. You know, if if the patch isn't like super balanced, like grease spot, everyone can do grease spot. And it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can't yeah, like outskill the grease spot, you know. Yeah, but, Gre yeah, but, but, but with Nagas, you Nagas was not a balanced patch, right? Sure. But Nagas, Nagas had this glaring weakness of you could poison scam them like no other, right? You could really. You, yes, but you could just now we're going into like a level above, you know. I'm saying like the the patches don't necessarily always help the better players. Yeah, but that's that's why I use the word generally as well, right? Like just generally, if there's a change, I feel like it's gonna benefit stronger players. And and I think I, I guess what it comes down to is you're saying that if it's not a balanced patch, yeah. it equalizes it more. And I would say if it's not a balanced patch, where there isn't necessarily a counter to the imbalanced thing, because I think if you're willing to counter the imbalanced thing, I think that in its own might point out that it's maybe not that imbalanced. But I think we'd be, you know, very but, cautious but, to say that see, Naga patch wasn't imbalanced. But once you go into the counter of the unbalanced, there's it's there's not that many people that will get to that point yeah but he's, but that's what i mean the good players will the, right? but but that that's that's even a level above good players you know you're going into like exceptional <laughs> okay. players okay, that will sure. understand the meta and then the counter to the counter I, I, meta. Thought we were, I thought we were talking about exceptional players nah, no no I, i'm talking about the everywhere like a and above or something or what well yeah. you know maybe like 10k or so but like it's not it's not necessarily that uh, unbalanced thing. Uh, the great players, they'll figure it out. You know, like for a, for a while, everyone's gonna suffer because it. You know, it takes a while yeah, to figure and, out the counter and, to the. And, and the sometimes there isn't like a clearly great counter because we have grease spot and there was blaster and then like you killed the grease spot shields and the yeah. mechros and the, the, the Flectos have it back. Yeah, and, so and sometimes the problem with counters is like it takes too long to set up. Like you can't. Like the issue with counters sometimes is. If you try yeah. to counter the counter, you died everything else. That's not really... so. Even when yeah, you're yeah. doing the but counter, you're like, ah, it still kills me, so I can't really force. I'd it. say that's part of the skill of kind of timing it right. I can, you know, transitioning your board at the right time versus. The right that's player. what I'm talking about. Exceptional players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but that, that's why it's so hard to just tell people like, oh, just go seven or just go pirate scam and stuff. Because I was thinking about it the other day, like when when you're playing pirate Exodia. That comp is actually so hard to set up because you need to hold the Cadgar until the right time, and you're gonna have this random gold grubber on your board, and that's gonna be better than you know a Cadgar for a long time, and you're gonna want to play seven minions for a long time, and maybe the whole time. And there's so many exceptions and little things, and you know, do you go to six for Uther, etc. So, yeah, it's it's crazy how different the game becomes when you can just tell an exceptional player like do this, and you know, you know they'll probably get there. But you, you can't just tell an, a normal, like, average player, like, oh, just do this, because you're like, you're probably going to die before you get to that yeah, point yeah. that I want you to get to. 
right. anyways i feel like we are digressing here but we we have uh, like four topics shady digress no, all, like... <laughs> all right more digression so where, where can we jump to from this point on no, ah, no, we, we, can, we can move on. on we can move on <laughs> uh, okay but yeah next topic we do have is we we did have the lobby legends um finals not finals but like the lobby legends qualifying period over it's the end of the month and that's usually when the lobby legend uh periods for qualifying are over so i played in na um and i should played in eu and I, I think we both had like semi different experiences even though we were kind of rooting for each other at least i was rooting for shady as as we were doing it but um always rooting for calls of course yeah so I, I remember when I watched the first Lobby Legends, man, I was like, when you like dunked that lobby, I was like, yeah! <laughs> I was just screaming at my PC. It was so good. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Um, but um, at least for me, I've had this issue, quote unquote, where almost every time, like four days, five days, you know, like a week before the qualifying period ends, I'm usually like super high rated and then I have this like one bad day and then it puts me into like, I would say Monka S territory where if I do nothing from that bad day, there's a decent chance people could just be like, ah, this guy is very beatable. Let's just all jump over him and and, uh, then you get kicked out. So it, it basically encourages me or like you know yeah not forces but yeah just it just heavily encourages me to keep playing to keep pushing to get back to the point before i played basically like that's so many months i've been like i just need to get back before that one day i played like that's like my goal just get back to where i started like that's the and and this has happened like two three four it's only been four, but like three times already. So I I keep like, like during the end of the month now, I'm like thinking to myself, I don't want to do that because it's it just like unnecessary stress. I don't need it. Like why well, put myself in those positions? Like there is some benefit of like you, you get to play in a very uh, serious. I would say the end of the month is very serious in terms of like, People mm-hmm. try and you don't you don't see levers or anything and everyone's trying to kill you or and, and, and there's a lot of like good games there. Um I would say like maybe the last day or like nearing the last day is kinda not as serious or maybe not as hard because all the qualifiers have stopped playing. You know, they've all like, ah, I'm good, so I'm not gonna play more. Right. So maybe like the last day you have um less of you know you're not seeing you know waterloo or something like they're not they're not playing at those days essentially or they're playing on like a different account um but generally you have a lot of good games there and it's a lot it it can be harder because there aren't people like just losing everyone's trying to win the game so at least in the lobbies i'm in so you get good practice i would say during that time no, you don't you don't have to but you don't have to do it on like your main account that's you like you can play on a different account right like so it like it's yeah. not necessarily the best reason like you're, you're trying to find a silver lining here for having to play <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, yeah i'm like why do i do this <laughs> every month um but this month i was pretty high rated you know i haven't had 
that much issue. And I just kept reminding myself, hey, just don't play. Like, just don't throw. Like, don't play. But I, I still couldn't, like, do that, really. So I'd play, like, one or two or three games off stream, like, almost every day. <laughs> like, even even regardless. Um, just to... Just to, you know, just uh, cause I I I didn't I didn't like the feeling of like just not playing for like a week, like oh, like it just <laughs> felt wrong. So I'd still like just play, but I played off stream, so it wasn't like it was pretty chill. Was, there was no sniper, so you really couldn't get like uh, ruined. Cause like I I do think people will sometimes try to screw you over like during the end of the month if they if they want. Cause like it's not like they're yeah. trying to screw you over, but it's like they want to take every advantage they can during the yeah. end of the month. So they'll just like check who's streaming or who's, you know, who's in my lobbies and then they'll just watch yeah, you. And it's not like malicious, but you're, you know, I, I don't like that personally. Like I, you know, I like when people come after streams, like, Oh, I beat you. Ha ha. Like, not ha ha. Like GG. I beat you. Like, it's like, leave me alone. <laughs> face, like, I finally, you know, like it was so nice to beat you. Smiley face. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Um, <laughs> So I just had some chill games and um, didn't play too, too much during the final week. Just a couple of games, but um, basically just kept my spot. So I didn't have to struggle this month. Finally, fi I just didn't, I just didn't play. Like it, it's so simple, right? Like I just don't just play. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just didn't play and I just kept my like top five spot. Like it's, it's that easy. Uh, you just have to you just have to do well before you, before the last week essentially and and then you can like coast uh but that was my experience but i i you know still fun still fun to watch other people play and suffer it, yeah it was uh, we did, we talked about it on the previous edition where it was going to be a pretty pretty fun end of the month for eu uh, and it sure was it was a cool uh, a lot of people playing and some some uh, some surprises as well at the end there so i was gonna say like you know when you said like oh yeah i didn't play easy qualify i was gonna say yeah same for me calls same for you yeah i, I watched yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> no for me it was i don't want to say unfortunately right but it, it was just not the same experience i started um honestly i started outside of the top 16 not very long before the uh you know the last few days so i don't I don't actually even remember which day I entered the top 16, but it might've only been like one or two days in advance. Yeah. So very, very close or, um, was just pushing from the second page. I think at some point, I think I was like very, very near the top of the second page. Right. So basically borderline bottom first page mm -hmm. and then just playing well, staying focused. And I think most importantly, being okay if I make a mistake or whatever, not immediately just being like, ah, you know, like I can't play. My brain's obviously not working. Just be like, you know, relax. You know how to play. Made a mistake. It happens. So, <clears throat> yeah, this was um, this was very very cool to then say like, oh, this is possible. And then I got to. This this month was different because Oleg had two accounts in the top 16 for a while. Uh -huh. So that meant that the top 18 would qualify because Advo was also um, not eligible. And obviously you can't qualify on two accounts, so that would free up two spaces. But then Oleg, I think, lost like 500 or more or something in, in one day where he was just playing on a second account. I know that life. 
Yeah, I don't know if it was this like, it's my second one, I don't care. I'm just going to, well, he didn't like throw it away, right? But sometimes he's like, oh, I'm, I'll just keep queuing, right? And, you know, whatever. Uh, so suddenly it's the uh, it's the top 17, it's no longer the top 18. So uh, you might want to reach out, by the way, and address that. I think somebody uh, found your Easter egg and is afraid that wasn't supposed to be. Uh, but whatever. Um, <coughs> we, um, we played on stream. No, it's fine. You, or... Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm giving it to whoever, whoever take it, take it. Good, yeah. congratulations, take it. There you go. <laughs> um, so the um, the the day, the last day of the qualifier, or of the I say qualifier, but we just mean like the latter period, right? The last day of the month. The last day of the month, I streamed for like seven hours or so, just pushing. And the first, my first few hours are always so good, and then after that, I'm doing okay, right? But Collins, you were watching, and it's like. Yeah, you're doing like you're getting some thirds, you're getting some fourths, but that's not gonna cut it, right? Like if you have a good enough game, you gotta take the first, you gotta take the second, you gotta get those points. Like thirds and fourths, they don't mean anything, right? It's minimal losses, minimal gains. That's what's happening there. And then if you continue playing in that state, you're going to hit a bad game at some point. And then you know it's like plus five, minus three, plus ten, minus one hundred forty, yeah. and then you're like, oh shit, right? So. I called it and I said, okay, I'm gonna just chill. Uh, my first three hours were good. I put myself to, I think I was very close. Like, let's say, uh, I wanna say like 19th or so, right? So I was 19th, I need to be top 17. Um, so I went to, um, like my my in-laws were actually having a barbecue that day. So I was like, all right, I'll chill, I'll just go to the barbecue, have some food, relax, <laughs> clear my head then come back and then in the evening fire up the game queue five more games and uh yeah five good games <laughs> and suddenly i was like oh okay <laughs> uh, we're, we're good now we're in the clear uh like first game was like this uh, reno game where you triple into orgazoa and was like boom all right golden orgazoa is reno didn't win that one but got like 50 points for second because advo was in so that, that's the cool thing you talked about right as end of the month if they're playing Right then, yeah, you do get some really sick lobbies because the tension is high. Everybody's trying, and then if you also get like these high-ranked players uh, that are either they don't care because Advo can't qualify, or they're still on the cusp, like 17th, 15th, 14th. They might all still be playing to solidify their spot. You're getting a lot of points for even a second place. Uh, I think like three of the five games ended up in some kind of APM fashion, where I was either doing uh, you know, Naga APM or Dark Gaze APM. So yeah, just just overall pretty epic finish. Getting uh, getting five more good games at the end of like a seven hour stream or a stream for seven hours, and then came back five more good games and and qualified. So that, that was my experience. A little different than you were just you know just relax and watch the fools suffer. But <laughs> I got there. it wasn't like super relaxing watching you. Uh, sure yeah you were <laughs> you were living through my stress right I, I think you were more stressed for the games than i was like that day because i was just going in like ah, oh, i might make it i might not make it you know i just started queuing uh it's like we'll see man nah, yeah I, I, maybe i am right i'm just like ah. yeah. you're gonna make it like, just <laughs> yeah, like, come on shady just do, those damn do games. Right <laughs> stop doing the wrong plays and make the right plays it's, it's just so that simple, simple shady just that simple. Yeah. But, just um, play like one through. Yeah. Okay. We both made it, so that should be fun. 
Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully things work out here yeah, because yeah, these these qualifiers can be hard. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna be in the same group again, but I, we'll have to see. I, I'm done. Yeah. I'm 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 done with caring. Yeah, yeah. All right about we're, it. We're like, so brutal anyway. It's like if one of us makes it through, it's kind it's of great. Already yeah, good. yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry guys, still a, a little <coughs> cough remains, uh, but it's a lot better than before. So it's yeah. Speaking of the qualifiers, there is also one tomorrow, I think. So, uh, Lobby Legends number five is going to be happening in the morning, so around this time, basically. Um, yeah, the qualifier, right? Just to make sure the qualifier for Lobby Legends 5 or yeah. is Lobby Legends 5 happening? Yeah, because um, there's been like a big break between the qualifiers because I believe the, of TorchCon, right? They didn't want right. to have um, anything going on during that time. So there's just been a big break. So it's been a while since I've been in the qualifiers, but we'll see. See how it goes, see how it feels. Um, hopefully things work out for me. But. I it's you know there's it's there's getting less stress about it I I guess I don't know just like you know mm -hmm. you just try and you see and then if you don't make it you don't make it like it's it's whatever these days you know I, I still want to make it but I don't feel any pressure I I don't know, I don't know how to explain it you know maybe it's because it's been so long or whatever but it's like yeah well that yeah. getting getting used to it definitely is a factor there. Right? Like if you're just like, you know, if I've played enough in these things, sometimes I make it through, sometimes I don't, you know, like, all right, I'll just do my best and that's all I can do. Yeah. Can't really beat yourself over, uh, over it when it's like every month. You, you can't beat yourself every month. Like, for stupid thing. <laughs> like whatever. But yeah, we'll try. Um, we'll see what we can do. Uh, those are the lobbyists per se. So should be fun, but it's not like the biggest thing right like if we make it then we'll then we'll party then we'll talk but for now yeah you know it doesn't matter because right? if you don't make it it'll make nothing right if you, you know so it, you know it's like whatever yeah like you're getting all hyped to make zero dollars like it's like a, it's like a bad honor to play in the qualifiers but you're you've played plenty of tournaments and you've made it to you know lobby legends day two right so it's no longer really a badge of honor for you, right? To play in the qualifiers, like you know, it's yeah, just the, yeah, the, the hassle that stands in between me and my <laughs> my finals. Yeah. I, I will not be playing in this one. Uh, this one, I'm gonna just clarify. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not qualify. I think the last, I want to say three qualifiers. It's been at least two, uh, but I think it's three. I think I just, or maybe it's two actually, because I did hit this month, right? Yeah, either way, it's two or three qualifiers that I missed. Not a big deal. But hey, I'm I'm in the next one. So the I've next also, one I mean, playing. I didn't qualify to a final, so basically I missed them too. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's yeah, the same. it's, it's it really the same. Thing. It's really the same, shady. So you've only made it to one more lobby legends than I have. Yeah. So wrong. yeah. So it, it's not that much any difference. So. So if I make it on my qualifier, right, then hopefully we both uh, get to add another one to our belt. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, I like that more, that metric. You either make it or you don't. Binary. Yeah. Did Victor not make it to this qualifier? I don't think so. I think he made it to the to this month's qualification. But yeah. this was this was last month's uh qualification. So it's surprising how the ladder still shifts quite a bit. Where I think yeah, it's just that meta shifts and people's understandings and whether they 
like real life shits for me as well right like like if i have like months that's that's, months that's not everybody <laughs> sure but you know like someone's gonna have real life shit that's right true. So like that, that I'm not saying that's the main cause, but you know, like real life shit happens and you're not playing so well, meta shifts happen, etc. So also just playing like you qualified, you had a great streak and then you had a bad streak, you didn't qualify. So we do see quite some, uh, some names changing from month yeah, to month. Yeah, I, I would say it's like the same <coughs> 30, 32, you know what I mean? Like, like per region, there's like the top 16, but like, it's like the, they're switching between 32 people. If like, yeah. I, I would like to know how many people from every, like how many, how many people from each region, like how, what are the numbers? How many like total, like how, how many have made it in total? Yeah. yeah. Like per region. Uh, yeah. yeah that, that would be cool to see, to just have a list of uh, players, right? Like that have ever qualified. Yeah. That have ever qualified. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder if it's different. Like, in, in Asia Pacific, it's just 20 people. Like, only four other, you know, like, have made it's four it. people. Rotating, Where in yeah. EU, it's like 60 players because there's no consistency. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we definitely have some, uh, so some shakeups in our ladder. It's less of a, feels like you guys have more of a system organized. Our ladder is pretty. Uh, in NA, yeah. In NA, it's like, it's like the same folks. Yeah, like uh, this... I guess that just you know that has to do with just having more people playing on the EU server, but yeah. so uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that'll be it'll be obviously we'll be rooting for Collins. Hope you do well. Any good players you guys look for? My my own performance. Everyone else and Shady whenever he whenever he's there. Yeah, I, I think as long as care. as long as Collins is still in, the answer is Collins, right? Yeah. Like if Collins isn't in then we can say like oh you know like here yeah. and there then maybe someone way. else yeah I, i'm with you Same thing. <laughs> i guess we can see like people that you're not playing by default we can look at those lobbies right uh, so you, it's lobby two and five for you right yeah yeah so i mean lobby one four it's like mr incredible sleepy waterloo of course beater is playing finally Soren, right? Soren RDU, you always an rdu fan here Elemental yeah, so Mega. Mean. He always in the EU games, and I'm just like, all right, you know, go go and do stuff. He also talks in the Discord. Maybe that that's why he's familiar. Yeah, I definitely uh, see him in chat here and there. Yeah. Lobby three, Bofor, Zixo, Jeep, Ken Ken, Matsuri, <coughs> Bubble Fat. I think it'd be, uh, from that lobby, I think it'd be cool to see Jeef go through because he's been just such an absolute ladder beast, right? Just be like, oh, somebody took my rank one. Like, fuck that. I'll try to get it back. Like, just, I think it's now him and Waterloo that are kind of, you know, like passing it on. So if I wanted it, I could take it. I just don't care. (laughs) I don't doubt it, Carlos. I don't doubt it. (laughs) I know you don't. (laughs) You, you actually believe me when I say that now. Good. Well, you, you've been rank one, right? Yeah, so, I know. I'm just saying, like... I think when, when you've been rank one, you get to talk a little shit. Yeah. A little little shit talk afforded. I think if you haven't been it's rank one... It's not shit one, talk, I think, though. I, I just don't want it anymore. It's like so Well, I, I, think if, I think if you say, oh, I could do this, I'm just not doing it, 
that by yeah, default is I, a little I, I do agree with you. It's yeah, right, that's, I, that's not like you so, got you got to give credit to the people that are rank one. Like they're obviously are actually, doing something better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think if it's coming from a former let, rank, let's one, say it's okay. let's say there was like monetary value for rank one. Yeah, right. I would be rank one. <laughs> <laughs> I just tell you that right now, but there's not. It doesn't matter, so I don't care. And it's the the the, uh, the viewership and stuff is like whatever. Well, you you say that right, but like let's say you put that maybe up. Waterloo. I would say Waterloo. I was gonna say exactly. I, I, if you tell credit, Waterloo, like I'll give credit hey, to Waterloo. He yeah. might also be like just a guy. Just as crazy, know, but you know, I'm saying yeah. like it's it's definitely doable for sure. I, I can even see like XQN being like, oh, okay. I'm not playing on I, EU though. Yeah. Yeah, but he's been. Let's, oh, you're saying held, just say on the NA server, he just go on the NA server and take it. I can yeah, see that. He, like, at some point, he's held rank one NA and EU. Yeah. He's done that in the past. Same right? thing. Same I mean, there's a couple of people like that. Yeah. Well, you say a couple, but it's been Waterloo, it's been XQN, and I don't know who else has held rank one NA and EU simultaneously. Like that's an achievement, well, man. Like, simultaneously, yeah, maybe, maybe not. But like during yeah. a season, oh, senior, 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 probably senior health. Yeah, right? yeah. He's during a during like, during a season, there's been multiple people. Yeah, yeah. People go up and down rank yeah, yeah, one, but yeah. to play enough and to play consistently enough to hold rank one on the two, I'd say, out of the western stuff, the the two most competitive servers. That's 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 insane, right? That, that's what do you that's mean? Most, they're all competitive. There's like literally four servers. <laughs> They're all, they're all competitive. Well, I, I'd say the... Okay, maybe this is just impression, right? But it feels like the Asia-Pacific one is not as competitive. I feel like a lot of their strong players, they, they don't even want to play there, right? I don't... like. Yeah, like, you see, I, I, I don't know enough to talk about that. Right? I guess I guess that is maybe a bit preemptive. But yeah. just to say, two out of the four servers, right? They're all... Let's just say they are all see, equally Who's the one being... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no free on jumpsters here, you know. I was like, well, we can't, we can't play China, so I can't talk about that, right? And the, uh, I'm just going off what I've observed, right, from the Asia Pacific server, given the sort of annoying connection. You could argue the China server is the most competitive, just because they have the most player base. Well, it could be right, but we we don't we just know. Just don't we know, yeah. And that's also no. I mean, you could talk to like Waterloo or so. Yeah, yeah. It does have access to that. So. But either way, it, it doesn't matter. It's like a very small point. Like the the point, the main point is holding rank one simultaneously. Very impressive. Any yeah. two servers is just yeah, absolutely crazy. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And anyone who says they can do it, they're crazy. Even me, like I'm. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be a little crazy. Yeah. No, no, I know, but like you can't just be like, oh, yeah, like I could do it. Like, you know, I, even me, I, I'm not saying that kind of stuff. You know, my, my home server, maybe, but like, oh, go go over there, play in EU, get rank one EU while holding an A still. It's a bit, it's a bit rough. So, but yeah, I mean, generally, like, they're all a lot of good players in here, as, as it always is. So, we'll see what we can do. Um, should be fun copium unless you're losing right it's always fun unless you're losing that's yeah. <laughs> that's what i've noticed with these games you know they're they're fun until you're losing and then you're not fun uh but we'll we'll do we'll do our best see if we can get there other than that um not too much but yeah 
Anything more you want to talk about Lobby Legends in particular, the qualifying or the... Oh, yeah, we should mention this, this month. Uh, the, I, I should have made this a topic, but I forgot. Um, but um, this month, I believe the will be the MMR reset. And due to that, the cutoff for this month should be earlier than uh, last month. So it should be like... It sh it shouldn't be the end of the month where the cutoff happens. It should be earlier. So, um, those that are planning on grinding for lobby legends, like make sure you do your grind early. Make sure you're ready for it to be like much earlier, maybe a week, maybe more, uh, for the cutoff this month. So, uh, just something to be aware of. I would say. <laughs> yeah, the exact date, like you said, it's it's up a bit in the of a air. Guess. Yeah, it's kind of a guessing game, right? But um we do know that it will not be the very end of the month so take that for what it is uh don't be too surprised if you're playing like oh you know i'll have like what four more weeks it's it's possible it's three weeks it's possible it's two weeks it's just, it's just going to depend on when they announce it so um it's not like you're really going to play super different it's like oh shit Maybe maybe games. I'll care at the beginning of a yeah. month. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I think for the very last days you can start going all in, right? Where you say, okay, in order for me to make it now, I just gotta play more, even when I'm a bit tired or whatever. But we do assume that it won't be like, oh, by the way, tomorrow end of you know, they're not gonna do that. So you will have I, you know, I really wouldn't put it actually I would. I'd be very <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, okay. The assumption is that you will probably still have enough time to do those. You know, do or die plays where you say, "Okay, I'm a I'm a do the 12 hour marathon today, and then again tomorrow to try and get there." Uh, those are cool, right? Uh, streamers do them. Players players do those marathons to so just say, you know, because if I were to get there, I need to play a lot, so therefore I'm going to do it and just hope that I play well enough. And we should still have enough time for that. But yeah, you know, you should be playing largely the same the way you're normally playing. You should just play and try to win, right? That's what you're doing. You know, don't play when you're super tired when you feel like you're just going to be throwing uh just try to get those good games in and then you know go rest or whatever come back or just do it again tomorrow yeah i also like someone had a comment like um it, it there always seems to be this um notion that you need to play a lot to be higher rank like you need to be playing 10 hours a day or 12 hours a day or so but that's really not the case you see some of the top players um, they just have good stats. Like if you look at their stats, like it's always sub like three, 3.0 sub 3.0 average. And if you're just winning a, a majority of your games, you're going to climb. Like you can play like three hours a day and, and just be yeah. a very high rank. You don't need so, to play that much. Yeah. This is, this is a cool topic to talk about. I think to jump on because this is indeed a, a thing that comes up. I think there's there's two sides to it. I think if you were to take a player that is extremely good at the game, it is correct what you're saying in that they can play three hours a day perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of talking about myself or my yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but this is the thing. You didn't start off playing only three hours a day. So the point no. that I would like to make is that the time that is needed to get to the point where you can get away with three hours a day is obviously a lot more than three hours a day. So you're going to invest a lot more time to get really good. And then once you're at that point where you're really good, that's where you can dial it back and say, 
I'll just play a few hours a day and I'll be fine. Because obviously your win rate is going to be a lot better. So if your win rate is worse, but still positive, then obviously the more time you invest, the more you're going to climb. So it's true-ish in that if you are, I'm not even going to say that, you know, if as long as you just play enough, you can get on the leaderboard, you can get top 16, because that's not true. But if you are a player that is good enough to have a positive win rate, the more you play, the more you'll climb. That is true for the most part, right? Assuming that you're playing and, and you're still playing well enough. Right? If you're obviously playing when you're tired and your win rate goes down, then you should stop playing. But as long as you're playing well enough to have the positive win rate, you will be climbing. But it is because this, this argument comes up a lot of the time when people are talking about how you know, qualifiers are gated because you need to just invest a lot of time and people with normal jobs or whatever, we can't do it because it's this and that. And, and my instinct when that comes up is to ask, well, if you can do that, how do you expect to be better than the players that, you know, are, are on the leaderboard? <laughs> so like it, it, it makes little sense to me that you can't free up enough time to play the game to climb. Then you, I think you also can't free up enough time to actually get good at the game. Like, and when I say good at the game, I, that's a very top 16 at the elitist game. term there. Right. When I say good at the game, I'm talking like extremely good at the game. Right. It's like we're talking like Colin says top 16, good at the game because those players, they can, right. They can put in the three, four hours and they'd be fine. But in order to get to that point, they played a whole lot more. <laughs> They played a whole lot more, right? Because when you know, whenever you're learning a game, you're discovering a game, like it's so easy to just like 12 hours, 14 hours, because you're like, oh, this this is the shit, man. This is so much fun. I'm just gonna, you know, go all in and, and have a good time. And yeah, you learn a lot and you learn fast. When, I guess that is true. That's a that's a decent point. I didn't was it like calculating into the argument that it does there is an initial amount of time you do have to invest to have a decent level of skill to be good enough to top 16. Like, I, I, I don't think it's reasonable for for me to just, like, play TFT and just be like, I'll go, I'll, I'll make it to the TFT qualifiers. Like, just give me... Yeah, a, like, like three like, hours of TFT yeah, a day. Yeah, three hours of TFT I'll, a day. I'll yeah, be top 10, you know, that's, catch me top 10. <laughs> that's not that's happening. Not happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to play so much initially... To get to the point where I could now play three hours and, and do okay, so and, and we're talking almost daily as well. For what is this like? How long has it been for BG for you? Is like two years? Yeah, I mean, I, since I it came know. out, right? Like, yeah. So yeah. So whatever. We we can check that out. For me, it's been more than a year, and I only came in during the prize meta. So for you, it's likely going to be two years. Yeah, it's it's more. it's probably like nearing two years, I would say. So so we're talking years of near daily, right? Like maybe a little TFT streak here or something happened there, this or that. But still, over the span of two years, near daily practice, and a lot of them long days. Like, yeah, that that is, you can't just dismiss that and say, oh, you know, I can do that in something else and just like a couple hours a day. You'd be great at TFT, right? Three hours a day, but you wouldn't be top 10. No. So yeah, th there is, there, there is that initial burst and maybe that is the gated portion where yeah. it's like, do you have time to do the initial burst? Like it's not that, the that's your skill, right? Like then, then you're just measuring your skill. Like, do you, uh, do you have time to build up your skill? 
if you didn't have time to build up your skill, then you wouldn't really fare well in the tournament to begin with. Yeah, but 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 then it, it, there there holds some truth to their statement though. Like that's that's the issue. Like there is some truth to that. Like you do have to have some amount of time to get to the point where you're good enough where you can just play Absolutely. three hours. Well, I, I would say there's a very I, I I don't think that anyone is going to say like, well, this isn't fair. You've practiced a lot and you're good at this. <laughs> right like people aren't taking that angle right but they 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 would more take the angle of this isn't fair you have more time to play and as long as you play a lot you'll make it i think that's the approach that's being taken most of the time most of the time people don't say well this isn't fair well, you've practiced a lot and you're good at this that approach or, is wrong yeah. <laughs> yeah i know it's so wrong but it, it, you would be surprised the kind of uh just like arguments people twist themselves into to protect your ego right be like oh, i could do this like you know if i had a little bit more time i could do this it's like well you haven't spent the time to practice to get good enough where you can say that but whatever yeah we don't have to like continue down this road but i just thought it was interesting to point out that you know there is definitely a time portion but it's it's to develop your skill it's yeah. not because you're like to let, let's say you could like hypothetically you could take someone's skill level or, or so like you know yeah. Waterloo, whatever you could take that skill and put it into that person complaining, and they have like their responsibilities times crazy. They only have like three hours, four hours. Yeah. That person with like you know that skill level could could still make it to top sixteen because they oh. now have the skill level acquired. So even with the time constraint, they could still do it. But it's, it's not the even, problem is like yeah. it takes so long to get to that point where you could you could be good enough to do it with the time constraints. Yeah, it's the issue. It's it's not even a hypothetical thing, right? You can just you can literally see it in people making alts and playing on the alts, as well. Yes, I, and, I know. I'm just, we, I, but like, you could have a project, right? Where you but, say, okay, I will not that, play. More it's a lot than easier for them to hours. grasp, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, them people playing on alts. It's not like, oh, well, you know, they play on alts, but they play. All you just day, play so a lot on yeah, alts. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, I'm saying, like, if you could take those player skill levels and put it to the people that are complaining about the time constraints. With that skill level, they could still make it to top sixteen. It's just it's just that they you haven't done enough of the work, the previous work, to have that amount of skill level where the time constraint yeah. isn't a problem. But the, for the people at top sixteen, the time constraint isn't necessarily an issue anymore. That's not an excuse for them. Like they could still do it. Is, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can miss like a lot of days and just be like, all right, I'm just sitting. Lee down. qualified. Like, he played like a week. <laughs> this this month, he played like I was like, you played yeah. like a week this month. You're on you're on the whole like, month, and you still made hotel Wi-Fi with a I don't know. Like when I saw him play, it felt like it was a touchpad. It probably wasn't a touchpad, but when I saw him click, it was a painful like go to the cart click the card, move the card, click again, right? Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about when yeah, you see yeah. someone, you know, you're like, you start stressing for them, like, are you going to be able to finish the turn? And be like, oh, cool, I want a game at 14K, noise, yeah. right? It's, you know, like, <laughs> let's, let me just play for my shitty hotel Wi-Fi, just get a quick little window. You know, shit like that, where you're like, yeah, because Lee is put in the time because he, he has the skill, right? He doesn't need to sit there and grind 12 hours a day. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, let's go to the next topic. That was uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. So, um, final topic is just like kind of a discussion of the meta. Just kind of how we feel about the meta. Do we like it? Do we hate it? Da, da, da. Like, just full disclosure, I don't hate the meta or anything. I, I, like, obviously, it's not super balanced, 
per se, but it's it's better than the previous meta, I would say. Like, uh, I know last week we were talking about their grease bar removal, and I was kind of like, did they have to remove grease bar? And you were like, ah, oh, well, does Mechs need a late game composition? Like, is that even necessary for Mechs? And I was like, yeah. well, you know, you could have like nerfed a little bit. Now I'm just like, you know, grease bar removal, that is actually fine. Like, get the. <laughs> Man is way healthier without this grease rod nonsense at all. So I, I'm I'm kind of down with your point here. Like, do do Max need like game like like grease bot edition? Honestly, like grease bot coming back a nerf state. Like, I probably wouldn't hate it, but I don't want it to be like something I want to force or or like super. It has to be like, oh, I hit double grease bot. Oh, now that's viable. Maybe like you know that that's more uh, and and still remove macro. Like I'm still I'm still down. Like obviously Mackerel isn't that big of a as of a deal that much. It's really only Buster comps that can really like fully utilize it. And you have some like people still doing the ton and macro thing, but it, it's really not as prevalent anymore. So doesn't feel as bad. But like that's more of the problem. You know they they keep deleting the innocent bystanders. You know or or the. Uh, or uh, yeah. the scapegoat. They delete the scapegoat so often, you know, where the mastermind gets to live yeah. every time, you know, <laughs> and the scapegoat is like, what? Grease man? Well, I'm not even that big of a you know, macro. It's like, ha, 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 ha. Ah, I'm the problem. Dodged like, another yeah. one, boys. Dodged <laughs> another one, yeah. Same thing with yeah. Cookie. Uh, and, and whatnot. It's, it's, it's quite interesting. But what, what, what you're saying there, I think, uh, I, I just want to jump on that before I, I lose sure. that train of thought. But the um, I'm I'm with you there that I'm afraid that they're just gonna like scale Greaseball down a little bit in terms of numbers, and that it's still gonna be the same thing. Where well, if I can module a macro and have a board full of divine shields with a grease spot, it's still dumb. Yeah, because how big the macros got with grease spot now, they didn't need to be that big. Like this was just like stupid, completely overpowered bullshit. Big. If they're a little bit smaller. They still win, right? That's yeah, still win. Yeah. Absorbing your entire board because you have a taunted macro, that still just beats you. I I don't want to be in a position where again I'm like, well, I gotta have a Wind Fury or I gotta have a Leroy. And if I have a Leroy, I gotta hope they only have the one taunt, because otherwise I'm screwed. That's the feeling that sucks where you're like, well, if it's a taunted macro, uh, it's just gonna absorb my whole board and scale a bunch and I'm, I'm dead. So I really hope that. They don't allow for that to be a thing anymore. But yeah, short of just removing the macro, it's I don't know how they do that. Because yeah, like even making Grease Bot 2-1, right? Which was a suggestion that was thrown out a lot, that'll be enough, I think, if you have a 2-1 Grease Bot pumping up. There, there is a way to solve macro without deleting it. I'm I'm kind of a hater sometimes where I'm just like, I hate this card. Delete this card. Damage yeah. should, you know, death rather should only deal one, you know, and, I, and they, they do some other random solution, which doesn't solve my, you know, my main issue, but like it kind of alleviates some of the deals. But uh, with, with Macro, you know, if, if you wanted to keep the card in and not have it like as toxic, you just put a limit to the amount of reshooting it can do, right? Like, oh, you could limit two or limit one. Where you know it can only reshield once or twice, you know, yeah. 
where it's like, okay, well, you you can get the reshield twice, you know? Like, okay, well, I mean, that's still really good, but it removes that case where you're bouncing, bounce, 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 bounce. It's like, ah, leave, leave that that card. <laughs> that that is way too much of a of a high roll that it's that is even a possible. It's almost like gas curler can hit gas curler can hit gas curler. You know, like that that's how it feels. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, why is that allowed? You know, you. I'm you, not sure whether they like that or not, though. That that's the thing because they, they might like that, where it's like player experience, be like, oh, you know, but necros, how, and they how, how can you think of the player experience and be like, that is okay. We like it that players can lose in this fashion. Well, that's, that's the thing, right? Like, it's the same thing if you're using, like, a box of Yogg-Saroth or some shit, right? Like, the receiving end can feel awful. But it's... The thing but is, the percentage for that awful. isn't low. It's not low. I know. So, um, well, it depends what kind of setup, right? If we're just talking, you have the two macros and they randomly reset and you have a good fight. Um that's to me kind of acceptable. Like for I, I, me, that's I, I not acceptable. I, I, to me, what's not acceptable? It's already it's not acceptable. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Just it, the fact that okay. it's possible uh, for you. Like you can also get like three macros too. Like you know what I mean? No, and then it's no, like no, no, wait, you're, you're talking no, like you that is impossible. No, you're saying you like three, three macros? macros? Impossible. I've never seen someone with three macros on the board in my life. Like what do you mean? If, if you, you do... if you have a third macro for every person that has a third macro, there's nine people that died because they tripled their macro. Yes, right? I agree. So... I but it's doable. <laughs> It's very no. <laughs> there are some heroes that can do it. Frogs, there are, there frogs are, are doable as well, but yeah. a lot of the time you die before well, you have them. So how many times have you lost a frog? You're talking like you never died of frogs. You know, frogs frogs kill people. You know, sometimes it happens, right? Sometimes it happens. So I, I guess my my point was like, let them have the sometimes the bullshit happens. And, and right. I'm saying it happens too often. Two macros is already too much bullshit. Okay, but don't, me. don't bring up don't bring up three macros. I'm just saying because... you're you're but it is it is a concept that happens in games, you know. In my games, maybe because I do it more than the I average would, player. I would go you know, to so say, how how many times do your opponents at your never, level? Never, okay, but they how never. How many times do opponents. I do it? Yeah, does that fucking too, matter then? Too like, often. <laughs> you're having this conversation and you're saying, like, I've never seen an opponent. I've never seen my opponent do it, but I've done it, you know, because they don't have the balls, <laughs> They don't have the balls they to play five <laughs> macros. No, like... The problem is that you, we talked this, we covered, we covered this in a previous podcast. You gave yourself a chance to lose by tripling your macro, but you're good enough to cover that up. Yeah. You would have won that game no matter what if you kept two macros. Right? You just it's, it's, the high I win roll, way so. harder, Shady. With five <laughs> macros, I win way harder. <laughs> they have no chance. It goes from like ninety percent to ninety nine point nine. Yeah, but see, this, this is my problem. Like, if we're talking about the card, <laughs> I want to talk about relevant issues. I don't want to talk about the thing that never happens. It, it happens. I see it let, in my game. But games. let's say we talk about that and the devs, because that, that's so easy for the devs to then say, yeah, but how often does three macros happen? Okay, that's not a good argument. We'll just move on. Like, I don't think you want to put that forward as an argument. But the I'm argument not, of, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. It's not it's not the main point, Shady. It's I'm just saying okay, I do it well, sometimes. Let's, okay. Let's so, not put too much emphasis <laughs> on the three macros. <laughs> All right, two macros. I'm saying two macros is enough of a problem. And, well, and, yeah, and you're I'm, like no, and I'm saying, well, you know, three macros. Well, I'm saying the one I'm much, much more afraid of is the taunted macro respot. That one, and then a full or double taunted macro. Or something like that. 
Yeah, or, or double time, you know, like, but once the module's on it, that's, that's for me, because then you take a lot of the RNG out of the equation. Yeah. And it's really not healthy to create a meta where it's like, well, you either have a Leroy that hits the right target or you're not winning this. You see, the thing is, like, when you go double taunted macro grease spot, even if you have a Leroy, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Because, like, you kill yeah. one and then the other one just solos your board yeah, and it, just, yeah, it doesn't matter. So that's the thing, right? Like, taunted macro with grease spot. That, to me, is very, very toxic and... I really don't want that because I'm with you, by the way. We, we, we've kind of just really jumped on this grease pot macro thing, but I'm with you that I actually really enjoy the game right now. I enjoy it more than when grease pot was the meta. Uh -huh. Not that I hated the game when grease pot was the meta, but this meta, it feels a lot more just creative and like beautiful. You can showcase almost, your right? skill, basically. Yeah, I've, I've played so many different Cops, things. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Like it's like, oh, some like I've played so many APM pirates. Like you couldn't really do many APM pirates when Grease Pot was meta because the divine shields would kill you. Yeah. You just die, right? Like you'd have do to do anything. So <laughs> yeah, you would basically be playing shields or anti-shield, or you'd have to massively, massively high roll. Yeah. Or or Scalicomp or something, right? Something that counters a little bit, Scalicomp be okay. Uh, but I've played APM Pirates, I've played Nomi, I'm playing Dragons, right? There's like so many different, and obviously like Nagas and Quillboard, but those are pretty meta. Uh, but I've, I've played a lot of the off-meta shit. And I think that that's now possible because we don't have that like super oppressive, like, oh, I got a grease spot and, you know, I'm Mackerel and yeah. I've got my whole game plan figured out after my triple. Yeah, there's nothing... Um... I guess, okay, except for... Quillbors, and then kind like I don't know if I can say dragons are oppressive. You know what I mean? Like, I, it is kind of it is kind of <laughs> oppressive. But well, can I say it's okay. like oppressive? Like, it, we we may as well just get to it, right? Because like viewers are gonna be or listeners are gonna be waiting for like, aren't they gonna talk about chromoing? Like, let, let's just talk about chromoing when you're talking about dragons. Being okay. oppressive. You want to go Chromo first? Chromoing is oppressive. I would say for sure a curve wing is impressive. It's dumb. It's very dumb. Yeah. 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 And God got a question who who said okay to this. You know, like kinda <laughs> kinda got a question <laughs> a little bit. But um yeah, the the fact that the one drops are better than like anything on two. Like if you can get like double chrono wing, that's better than anything you hit on two. And a lot of times, better than things on three, too. Like, there's some combos on three which are better than Kermit Week, I would say. Like, the well, when you say on three, you're saying, oh, I've bought, I've bought Kermit Wing. My opponent went three on three. We fight each other. I win with my Kermit Wings. Right? Yeah. Like, like yeah, I'm yeah. saying, like, someone started the game with Bristleback Brood and a Gem Generator. And they can still lose to Kermit Wing. Like what? Yeah. What is they, what, they will, what? They will probably. What? What is that? Wait, how? What? What? <laughs> like, so you can't tell me that and and think that's okay? Like well, that? That doesn't make yes. sense. Um, Most definitely not okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, it's 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 just very weird that uh, this this like this card in its form like it it seems they didn't think players would abuse it, and they, it always it always feels like that's the case to me when they design cards. Like there's there's a a lack of like will players abuse this like in their in their quality control or whatever like the lack of that question gets asked you know like oh 
So, so Chromawing gets better if you get friendly dragons. What are the what are the edge cases? Oh, they buy all the dragons on one. Let's test that. How good is that? Ah, that's better than anything on tier two and tier three. Ah, maybe we should change that. No, that question did not get asked, or or it got ignored or something. You know, and and that just seems weird to me. Like ah, you, you got to redesign this because I don't think there's no way Chromawing is staying in that same capacity. I think. Or if they if it does, there that's a problem I think because it's too strong in its current form. It 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 just it dwarfs the meta when dragons are in because you're allowed to stay on one and then be stronger than anyone who does anything else and stay on one and hits that, you know. And that that just seems weird to me. Like, you know, Tavern Tipper kind of has that same vibe, but Cabin Tipper has that huge drawback of it costs gold. You need to and and it's it's you can't run it into a real comp. It's not like a the, it's not a type. The the thing with Tavern Tipper is that when you have two Tavern Tippers, it already feels a little bit too good. I think. Yeah, but there, like there but there are drawbacks. There, there yeah, are like, yeah, but like I'm, I'm making my point, right? Okay. Like, so you're you're playing Tavern Tipper, yeah. and you need to float a gold. Yeah. It's not a type. You yeah. will have to sell it at some point unless, you know, you're Vulgin and you save the stats or whatever, but most normal heroes that will run it. And and I still absolutely love a double tavern tipper start. I think in this meta, if you can get two tippers to start with, you stay on one, you freeze that third tavern tipper, you get a free pretty much tier to five because you're so strong. You triple into a six. That's yeah. amazing. When, when dragons aren't in. <laughs> well, even when even when dragons are in, like because the 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 one saving grace, I would say, you don't take that much damage. Yeah, it's I like you're you. fighting a Daryl every yeah. time. It's like a Daryl. They're all Daryls. <laughs> every Chroma player is a Daryl. You're like, ah, oh, take five, take six, take seven, whatever. It's not like the Togwaggle, fifteen, right? Yeah. Like turn five, bad luck, motherfucker. Take fifteen. Uh, <laughs> so, and so Tavern Tipper, I would say for me, right, is an amazing card, and it's it's. It's actually just trash compared to Chroma. <laughs> That's the problem, right? Like, so I'm describing a card for me like that has a lot of drawbacks that I still think is a fantastic card. One that you know, if you could sign me up, like if I'd have to play all day tomorrow and every single starting shop has two tavern tippers, but I can get Chroma wings, deal, right? I'm done. Like every time, like assign that every time. Every start you is can't two get Chroma wings. Yeah, I think, yeah. It, but but in re but in return, every single start you get two tavern tippers. Right, I think that on average well, that balance. Yeah. You see, okay. that, the, the cheat is that tavern tippers in every lobby and dragons are not. So yeah, and, and, and that's not. I don't think that's a fair call because you're you you have the lobbies. It doesn't even matter that you know dragons aren't in and the tavern tippers start. No, no, just you're, the, still, you're still getting. Well, okay, if you could obviously give me the thing of like you can start to chroma wings obviously i take that one instead yeah, right? but exactly saying, that's what i'm saying i'm saying in general i'm saying in general if i would have if i would have to sign something that said all right yeah double tavern tipper is a strong story i, I don't yeah, think anyone's it's, it's well it's, there are some people that argue that but I, I'm, I, I'm just i'm just you, saying that if i would have to play an entire day with just like two tavern tipper start i would love that like i'd sign for that like yeah. deal um but yeah anyways bit convoluted coming back to the point Chroma Wing is too good. So there, there was a, a comment in chat, like I'll just pick up on this because this is something that I think is, is good to talk about to explain just why is it so good. 
So um, there's a comment here that says Chromawing falls off pretty hard in the late game, though. And, and this is the thing where what Chromawing does is sometimes it provides you direction, right? Where you have huge Chromawings, you triple into a Caligos, and you're off to the races. You have good dragons on your board already and can start buffing. Most of the time, I would say what, what Chromawing does is you very likely or somewhat likely have a triple in your shop frozen because you've stayed on tier one for so long. And this is usually what happens in the warrior curve. People have a triple. So let's say, let's just go for the best case scenario just to point out how stupid it is. You have two chromas and two whelps. Um, that means every turn you're gaining plus four plus four on your chroma. So that's plus eight plus eight total. Gaining plus eight plus eight total, that is more than playing a menagerie jug every turn. That is one jug and a third of a jug. <laughs> so starting on tier two, right? So like seven gold, we're going to tier two. That's so in, in one turn, you've played two and two thirds of a jug. <laughs> like just, just think about that, right? Like you're going from tier one to tier three on seven gold by double leveling and oh, that's two menagerie jugs and two thirds of a jug that are being played on my board. It's it's better than a jug though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's focused on the units you're keeping. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so it's not you, like the jug example doesn't but even work purely, because the, the jug example is a worse example okay. than what's actually happening. Then, <laughs> it's just then, funny. Okay, okay. I will I will describe it here, and this is actually going to really really drive the point. Plus four plus four on each of your chromas. That means you have two golden senseis on your board. Buffet. There we go. That's that's my that's my yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like two golden senseis on your board. Like they don't do combats, right? The the four fours, they're invisible, but they're buffing every turn. Two golden senseis. That's in just think about that. Two golden senseis starting on seven gold on your board, buffing your guys. And it happens every time you level. So what happens in that situation is tier five is is a given. Like you're always going to tier five and there is a really good chance you haven't lost the fight by then. You can right against the Togwaggle. You can against an insane three-on-three Quillbore start. You can versus someone that has a better chromoing board like a Ysera. But most of the time you arrive on tier four, you arrive on tier five and you just haven't taken damage after the seven goal turn or the six goal turn, right? Which means that there's a very good chance you just get to go to six and play whatever the hell you want, or you can just roll on tier five for your triples and do other stuff, or you can just take your triple from the shop, which you probably have. It's a Dark Gaze Elder, you're full HP, you have a Dark Gaze Elder on your board because the triple was pretty much free because you were allowed to stay on tier one. Like usually when you stay on tier one, there are a lot of drawbacks associated with that. You have weaker units on your board than your opponents. You're taking a lot of damage. You need to weigh like, do I have to take the triple now? I'm taking a lot of damage. Like this is the classic kind of Reno thing, right? You're playing a Reno, you're warrior curving, you probably have some alley cats on your board, <laughs> or you have some. I played a Reno game board. and I hate Reno. And I only I only won because I was like, well, dragons are and I'll play Reno. Reno is so good now, right? Like, I love Reno. I think Reno is very good with dragons. And, but yeah, but that's that's the point, right? You take the whole essence of the warrior curve, which is I'm going to exchange power on my board for a guaranteed triple, right? I'm staying on tier one, I'm forcing a triple. But now you have 
not only to triple, not only are you not much weaker, you're stronger than the people that are leveling. So that that just makes it such a a backward situation. Like that should never happen. You're being rewarded for staying on. You're being rewarded for making the normally the conventionally weaker play that will pay off later. But not only do you get the payoff later, you get to also keep all your health. It's it's insane. So that you're on you're on tier five. You've taken your triple. Even if you miss, right? Let's say you get an Adina. That's no longer really a miss. It's a conventional miss, I would say, because you don't want scaling. But you put your Nadina down, you level again the turn after, and you just start rolling for Kali, you start rolling for Dark Gaze. So it's, yeah, that I think that puts it really in perspective, right? Just keep that in mind that you have two golden senseis on the board in terms of buffs. It's absolutely insane. It could also be better than that. Like, that's that there are heroes that could like get more dragons, you know? Like, so. Sure, Ysera puts it to the next level. Yeah, yeah, but I had like, like a bar- I, had a, I, I, I also had like a Baroff game where I was just like switching my minions for dragons every level, and so I just ended up having seven dragons. I was just like leveling with seven dragons, so I was just like, "This is unfair." Yeah. Like, so there are heroes that could do other, like they can abuse it too, like even even higher even than the high roll. Yeah, so yeah, and and we we must say like, sure, we describe a good scenario. But two chromas and two whelps is hardly, an you know, unthinkable. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not you're, the craziest. Ro- exactly, you rolled two chromas and you rolled two whelps. That's not that crazy, guys. And if you're a Tess or a Scabs, it's almost a given, right? You just steal it from the other people. So once again, Tess is kind of good. Uh, who would have guessed? Yeah. The meta is not that balanced. <laughs> when, when people like doing the same thing. You just like scabs. Like I love scabs, man. The amount of times I've stolen a crumbling on scabs, I'm just like, ah, nice. I needed that. <laughs> yeah, been monka. But I mean, regardless from all that, like there are there are lobbies, no dragons, and and even yeah. in dragon lobbies, it's it's not like everyone's playing dragons. There is there's going to be a significant amount of dragon players because. It's so easy to go from like huge chroma to Kali. Like it's not, it's not a weird transition. So you will see a lot of Kali's and Adina's and stuff like that. But even in those lobbies, you you can play other things. It's not like dragons guaranteed to win. Like you know, like Kali scaling is playable, but it's not unbeatable, especially if other options are available to you. You know, Nagas and and, and whatnot. So um, yeah, and. I think this also goes to show how good the meta is in general, because despite this chromowing thing being around, I'm having a great time. And I don't feel like it's actually impacting my results that much that opponents are doing this. Because it's like you get dropped off at a higher tier, but then it's still up to you, right? Like you've been given this lead. How are you going to capitalize on it? It's 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 uh I, I agree with you. Like it's it's different in what's being abused. Right, like the, the so normally with busted uh, comps, the abuse is like once you hit the comp, it's free to play from here and you can win, right? But this, what this abuse is, is I'll get you to a high tier with very high health. Now figure out what to do, and that does require skilled execution from there. Like unless you like. Triple Cali, double Cali, or Cali Nadina. Ooh, I'll just play Cali. Blah blah blah. Battle cries. Like, except for like that edge case, it's not very clear if you like. If you drop me off tier six high health, 
I'm like, okay, yeah. let's it's play the over, game. Yeah. You know, if, if you give it to someone else, it's like, what am I doing they be, here? They might be dead in three turns. They might legitimately. Yeah, be they dead. might be dead. Yeah, exactly. So, because of that, even though this is definitely a weird card, a weird execution, the amount of abuse isn't as clear and isn't as repli- uh, repeatable. Uh, I would say like you like the every game's not going to look the same from the same starting point the crow might leave you where if you give someone like two grease spots oh what their end board look like it's all the same every yeah, time yeah, you know so yeah. yeah so because of that even though it, you know I do agree like crumbling's a problem it doesn't feel that bad meta uh meta wise because it still requires execution, and it's still hard to play from that point on. So I, I'm I'm down with your point. Like, that is still not. Like, yeah, horrible. It, it's still really stupid because you know, like, the game. You know, you shouldn't have something. You shouldn't have something on tier one that carries you that hard. It's it's too crazy. And and as you mentioned, right, there are heroes that go even crazier. Like mainly Ysera. Uh, I think Ysera's win rate right now it's it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I like I thought like you know like you know I, I would be I would have been like okay if like Sarah got hot fix removed. You know what I mean? Like oh, oh okay, they understand there's a problem. But there's yeah. none of that. You know, and we're just going to wait a month of this and then like maybe maybe something gets changed. Oh, what like, if what if so- Sarah gets nerfed? We do have the MMR reset coming up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So if we, uh, so yeah, once again, guys, the Lobby Legends qualifying period this month will not be the whole month. It'll be whenever the reset happens. And I'm assuming usually with a reset, a big patch happens, right? Like yeah. last time. Sorry, go ahead. So you're, so you're saying like they'll change things up, kind of like the Light Swan situation. Well, they're just like ignoring it, and uh, then like once they, I mean, they didn't even change light spawn when that happened. To be fair, like light spawn still. (laughs) Well, yeah, but the the meta. Well, I I think was acolyte out or acolyte two, right? Like whatever they did, it it wasn't the light spawn meta anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's because of the acolyte, I would say. So, like, we might have a change now. Like, was the last MMR reset? Was that the Naga introduction? I I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that was pretty impactful to the game right Mm -hmm. so i'm not saying we're gonna have a similar like the 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 you know as big of a patch but i think the the devs will probably strive to have some kind of you know game breaking like okay you know or you know game altering (laughs) game breaking breaking, uh, just you know some some disruptive things happening right like the meta will very unlikely be the same so it is possible that they're gonna hold out until then which to be fair i kind of don't even matter you know i don't even care that much right this, now just because yeah, i'm having a great time but, i will uh, say this isn't the most game breaking game breaking issue we've had in a while you know what i mean like this issue of game breaking it doesn't actually like ruin games fundamentally where some other issues of like you know like i can't play the game like 
friend of a friend jumps out to me because I hated it. You know, because yeah, well, I didn't hate it, but I had a tournament like right, like very close after, and I didn't want to see a tournament with friend of a friend. And so, like that one was like uh, warping, but like this one, like sure, dragons are maybe over busted, or and tier one is like too strong, um, very comparative to when Akali was in, but like it's better than that, I would say. Um, it's better than yeah, that, yeah. Um, well, because because what you would do with acolyte right you'd still have to kind of triple and hope for the event hopefully yeah where well, yeah, you don't you even need the triple yeah that's you true. don't have to hit right yeah, yeah you don't you have to hit anything two chromas two whelps and you're good tier for yeah that's and, like true. triples are a bonus yeah. yeah so yeah you're right definitely better um so even with all that like it's still not the worst like like it's a problem, but like you could you can get away with it for a while, and you know at some point like everyone will do it and be annoying. Like we're not we're not at that point where everyone's on one scrolling forcing dragons, even though they should be. <laughs> but, well, but I, I will say forcing I don't think is correct. That's true. I, I I'm with yeah. you're right. That's true. Because there's there's plenty of games where dragons are in where and I just you don't like, roll. Yeah, yeah, I open my first yeah. chop, it's not a dragon. Yeah. I open my second chop, it's, it's not, not a dragon. dragon. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll go to two, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're right. you're you can right. very easily top eight where you say, I'm rolling, I'm rolling, I'm not hitting, I'm see, not hitting. See, this, this is where the like the skill matters, right? Because like that happens too in um and in these games, right? Where you're like you're trying to force the dragons and you don't get it. And yeah. then what and do you do now? Easy. Like you're on one. You're on one with no dragons. Like what are you doing? Yeah, for sure. But you've been rolling as well, which means you probably haven't been buying. Because oh. when we say force, it's kind of like Shutterwalk force alley cats, right? You just like roll for the cats. And you know, at best you've bought like right. an economy piece here or there, but like that's not gonna do it. Cause because you have the people at one that successfully hit dragons, but then the rest tier to two and tier to three, and they're gonna just like slap the shit out of you, right? Like <laughs> Imagine, imagine you just have some garbage ones. They don't, you know, it's not Tipper, it's not Chroma Wing, and you don't have a triple. Uh, you just you fight some cookie and you take a twelve or some shit, right? Like take so much damage. So yeah, you're just dead. But yeah, I, I I will say, of course, if it presents itself to you, you should buy it. Right, like a Chroma Wing on one, you should lean into that. You should buy it because worst case scenario, like honestly, I was I was playing a game with Jackie earlier. And we're on tier two, but we just have like a whelp and a random dragon on our board. And we're like, oh, should we buy this imprisoner? No, nah, if we buy the Chroma Wing, it's a 3-3 three, three and next turn it's, or it's a 4-4 four, four, next turn it's a 7-7. Seven, seven. It's like, it's, you know, it's still really dumb that the one drop is just like way, way stronger than the imprisoner. Just because we happen to have two dragons on our board. So yeah, if it presents itself to you, you should definitely do it. But don't don't hard force it unless you have the hero for it. Ysera obviously forces it because you will roll a whelp or a chroma wing every single turn. And if you roll, you'll see multiple of those. Yeah, it's definitely weird. Um I'm starting to think of like how they could do stuff. And I have some ideas, but I'm not gonna Yeah, the, the easy they don't the pay easy me. answer for this one is cookie out, chroma back to what it used to be. Oh but yeah. We don't Oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's true. Cookie is its own separate issue that I've not even talked. <laughs> I, I, you're right. Yeah. I haven't even talked about the cookie interaction and how that is still busted, and maybe even more busted than this crowing thing. But it's just like it's been in the game for a while, and it's just like this used to. Right? Yeah, Cobor is a cookie is stupid. But like I, you're... I will say, yeah. Sorry, finish. No, I, 
interrupt me, Shady. Right. Uh, you should know I, I this. Will, I will say, <laughs> I will say that uh, the last two days, I've done some fun stuff with Cookie Chemist, kind of the way it was intended, right? Where I'm like, oh, I've got a bunch of Murloc War Leaders on my board. I'm going to flip. Oh, that's nice. I made some HP. Or earlier today, I was playing George and I had Arm and it's like 60 damage taunt and I like flipped it. Oh, it has 60 health now and I can rebuff the damage because of my Arm of the Empire. It's so much, you know, it's like, that's cute. That's fun. And that's, I think that's exactly what they were going for when they said, hey, let's have the stats flipping in BG and let's do some cool things. But then, of course, we degenerates were like, oh, I can gain plus 80, plus 80, moving my gems, like just like, you know, like making the stats permanent by using the R flip. But like, that's not what it was intended for, I'm assuming, but that's what we use it for. And, you know, they're, they're not changing the interaction. So it feels like they're okay with that. But I, I think it's really hard to be okay with that from a balance point of view. Like, how can you be okay with like, okay, I rolled two cards. Clearly, this means I'm going to increase my board's power by plus 80, plus 80, or plus 120. Dude, earlier this week, I moved a 400, 400 gem stack. I literally gained plus 400, plus 400. Yeah, and and oh, the yeah. problem as well is like you can put on anything. Like that's too, yeah, too problematic. Yeah, I, I made like a 400, 400 uh, wind, sh wind Fury reshield itself, Quill War, from, from scratch. But that's not okay. Yeah, just the card was just not on my board and I made a 400-400 version of it. And then if I roll another two cards, I can just make a 400-400 Hydra now. <laughs> just yeah, like, absolutely insane, man. Like, like that, that, that cannot be a thing, right? Like it's, it's really annoying when you're in a 1v1 or let's say there's three people uh, left. Ah, yeah, I know. It's like it's right. so hopeless. <laughs> You're, you're you're playing Nagas, for instance, right? And you're strong and you're buffing, but you're playing the Quillboard player and you're like, well, if they roll those two cards, they're going to maybe not double the power on their board, but it's going to be a disgusting spike. And that's probably going to keep them alive. And then they could do it again. And then they're stronger than me. And then they can do it again. And then they're going to shit all over my board, right? So it's you're, you feel like you're on the clock. Because if they know what they're doing, which they usually do, yeah. If they know what they're doing, they really only have to do it once. Yeah, they did. You just gotta roll because yeah, they like honestly these these days I tend to get two necros and one cookie where my first necro like sets it up where I'm really just like concentrating this real fat stack of gems and then like that's the one I'll cookie. Right. So if I if I can get two necro lights and a cookie for me, that's better. Like I won't cookie the first thing. I'll just like make this really big stack and then that's the one on cookie uh yeah we don't have to <laughs> we don't have to talk about like how we like maximum yeah abuse i don't the... yeah you talk too much about that kind of stuff like leave <laughs> leave it alone let yeah, them yeah, figure yeah. it out themselves <laughs> you know yeah anyways you can uh you could you could say what you wanted to say it's it's just such a you feel like you're on the clock. That's what I'm saying. Like when you're fighting the one v one or you know three last people, and you know one of them's Quillboy, you're like, ah, oh, shit, here we go again. Right? Yeah. So, I would say those are like the two biggest issues. Other than that, I'm not seeing like anything like jumps out to me in terms of like, ah, this needs to. I mean, Togwaggle, right? I still think Togwaggle's. As a hero, it's fundamentally yeah. weird. Should be nerfed. I would, I would just um, up its its cost once you use it. Like the first cost, six on six is kind of fine, but then like it should go back to nine because it goes back to eight, and that just seems so abusable. Because like paying eight for a board is like 
very good value on like almost every board um if you're gonna buy at least one thing on that board like it's very good value so it should go back to nine it means that like it'd still be a very strong hero i think uh because like you go six on six and then yeah. you have to like sell two if you want to well, three on three on three yeah so what what you're what you're saying or what i think you're saying is that the it's not okay that on the seven goal turn you just sell one thing in hero, power hero power, yeah that's not okay yeah. yeah that's that is very very nasty i agree um having to sell two there to hero power yeah, hero almost power, a, that, that that sounds a lot and then you're like i kind of don't want to do it anymore yeah, right? yeah. You, yeah. It, it requires so, a like because i i feel like right now it's kind of brain dead where you can always press the button yeah. and it's like kind of okay like you can always like it always press buttons. like there's no drawback and there's no there, like you would think like that this hero power has a drawback right like the way it's designed there should be a drawback and there's none there's, there's none. There's no drawback. Just use the button every turn and it's fine. There should be like, oh, you have to think about it um, a little bit. Yeah. So. yeah, I played Nomi on this, right? And like every time you have two Ellie's in the tavern, I'm like, yep. Dude, I had a, I had double I had double Peggy and, and I was like, I see why oh Shady likes this. God, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I see I see why Shady likes this. I was like, oh, I just pressed the button and get like 14, 14 in stats. It's like, so good, man. Yeah. And, and I get like, eight gold or something it was like very stupid there's like a random peggy appreciation moment that card is so good like i don't think it's broken but usually whenever you see like they have a 50 50 amalgam you're like uh there's a peggy on the board <laughs> it's like that's that's how it happens right like you're fighting galley wakes and be like yep that's an 80 health amalgam how did that happen so but it doesn't feel like it's a broken card but it's, it's one of those things where if you go to tier four early I feel like that's a must buy, right? Like when you certain cards, when you see them come by, you're just like, ah, I always buy that, right? And like, that's for me with Peggy. If I go early tier four and I'm planning on buying on that tier, I'm like, Peggy, that's it. You know, it's probably the, my the, number one. Guy. These are the pirate players. You can you can hear there's a pirate player talking. Cause that's that's Peggy not how I feel. Hockey, I don't right? I don't give a I don't give anything about Peggy. Peggy's whatever oh, to me. Like, I skip Peggy not. all the time. It's like a no whatever. Card. Yeah, it's so, so you you can tell the pirate player is talking in this group. Like <laughs> it's like oh yeah. Peggy's are great. And I'm just like Peggy's. What is that card? Like give me. I, I just feel like there there was a time where I wasn't re she wasn't really on my radar as much. Where I was like oh you know that's a must buy. But like since I've been doing that more, it's just. It just has a way of working out. Like it's just so it's so easy for Peggy to be worth it. Like sometimes within the turn where you buy it, but then most definitely the, the next turn or two turns after that, you're like, oh man, I'm so happy I picked it up, Peggy. Or you're just like buying Reef Explorers or you're buying a Sun Bacon Relaxer into the gym. And it's, you're just like, oh, my minion is huge right now. So, yeah, whatever. Anyway, just random, random interjection there. Like if you're not really playing a lot of Peggy, try it out. Peggy's great. <laughs> Stop this broadcast and tell you buy some Peggy's. <laughs> this broadcast was brought to you by R. <laughs> like it's just uh, some some kind of like. Just imagine if the separate minion types would be running their ad campaigns. It's like buy Chroma Wings now. It's like Ooh. fast fast tearing, guaranteed triples. I do want to give them credit for something I didn't think I would give them credit for. Uh, Uther, the Uther six drop, actually a good yeah. card. Like not not super broken, like just opens up some lines, gives you some safety net and things. It is like kind of weird. Like 
you can like outplay Zap like super hard, like you know, on any any game you can outplay Zap. Um, so like the people that have like Frog with the Uther Baron, it's like ah, uh, you know, and then, like and 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 then like Nagas are into they have Divine Shield too. You're like oh, I'm, I'm, you know I can't defeat this, uh, but. Still, regardless, like good card. Like I, I when it, when I saw, it, I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm gonna like this card, uh, per se. Like I like, oh, this might be too good or, or too whatever. But like, it just opens up stuff. You can like, take a, I don't know, like a trickster and like trickster it up, or you can take a divine shield, make it fifteen fifteen. Like I, you know, you target the, uh, that dragon, the bronze warden, and it's like ah, oh, this is a good card. Like ah, oh, here we go. So yeah, definitely, definitely appreciate the card. Um, you know, I I've had some situations where I I have like one in my hand and like one in my board and like I like randomly discovered the the third one. I'm like, no, I could have made another fifteen fifteen. Like that's have to. I maybe that's just a me thing, <laughs> but like multiple multiple times, I've just like had golden Uther and I'm just like I wasted like two fifteen fifteen buffs like you know this I, just something that happens to me all the time. Uh well not all yeah, the time I but like golden. I think about two golden Uthers or so. I yeah I've had a I've had a decent amount. Cause it like I play tier six a lot and like there's nothing to yeah. do and it's just like oh I just buy Uther okay I'll target it. Yeah so there's no, and then like you triple something and then like it's another Uther and like you had the Uther on your board and you're just like oh Whoops, I forgot. Like, yeah, here it is. But yeah, anyways, um, that's kind of it for me. You have any any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Well, just jumping on the Uther stuff, something that I've been doing a lot lately, which again, pirate player, I suppose, is I've been playing a lot of Hogger stuff where I kind of transition from Hogger into Eliza, huh? where I don't find the Hogger stuff super early. So it's not like I've been building this like giant salty looter and I have Peggy's and stuff on my board. Usually what happens is I, I get like an Eliza and a Skelly already, but then I, I pick up a Hogger because I like doing that, right? Because then, you know, your next Skelly is cheaper. You could always roll into another Hogger. You can make the Hogger golden with Tony. You could yeah. roll into the pirate money. You see that, I don't that. even buy that Hogger. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the difference. It, but it, it opens up such yeah, cool yeah. things. But I don't so like many... playing Hogger. That's that's the thing. So I'm like, right, I don't right, even right. want to. I don't even want to give myself the option of playing this card. Like right. That. That's that's fair. But what, what I really like is that you when you do get to because you'd be surprised how often you end up infinite. Where you know, like you have that Tony I, and then the Tony. I, I remember. Hogger. I I played yeah. Nosy. The Nosy gave me Golden Hogger, and yeah, I was just yeah. like, oh, I don't yeah. want this. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I you did want... not call the golden hogger, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's, if you did, don't tell me. I, I, I can't hear that. I, I, of course, I sold it. Like at the end, yeah. No, I sold the golden hogger, chap. It, it, it wasn't even that good. Like, okay, whatever. Anyways, uh, but one of my favorite things to do is when I'm playing in an Exodia comp. I've done this. Uh, with like buster shit as well, I think at one point where I'm just like, I'm like infinite and I'm just roll, 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 roll. And then I end just with a golden baron and busters or whatever. But m most of the time it's pirate exodia because you're in pirates anyway. So I have this golden hogger, regular hogger on my board and I'm just like rolling. And, and what happens is you can buy every Uther you find. So the, the end result when I transition to pirate exodia is 
15-15 Golden Baron, 15-15 Golden Cadgar, 15-15 Golden Cadgar, Golden Eliza, Golden Eliza, Scallywag, Scallywag. It's, it's such a, it's something you don't hit without being infinite. You know, like when you yes. when you have a really like really really good pirate game, it's usually you have the Golden Baron and the Golden Cadgar, and that's like exceptional, right? That's really good. But two Golden Cadgars is so easy when you're infinite. You're just like nobody's buying Cadgars, right? So they're so free. And then they're they're all 15-15s. Or sometimes you even be like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to Uther this Baron, and then I'm going to Uther that Baron, and then they're tripled, and then you have a 45-45 Baron. I mean, you're, you're finding a lot of Uthers at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you're infinite. Uh, I, you're I guess, yeah. yeah. Like, so you are finding really a lot of Uthers. You're, you're just APMing, right? It depends a bit on how fast you find the Baron, right? Because sometimes you're rolling like Baron, Baron, but sometimes it's like you have found two Uthers before you found the other Baron, so you can easily throw it on the other one. Anyways, just just me, you know, because we were talking about Uther. I agree. I think it's a great card. I love playing Uther. I don't hate playing against it. So it's. I think that's a good mark. It's a good way to measure the card. Uh, I just want to point out that that's how I've been using it the past few days. Uh, I really like uh, the ability to also play around Blaster. Right, make fifteen fifteen Leroy's fifteen fifteen Mounted Queens. There's so much. I, I guess I can throw this up. If if you're down for like a quick quick uh, thing, like do you, the the state of the end game tech with Leroy Mantid, uh, there is a little bit of uh, division, I would suppose, where some people say, "Oh, this is bad for the game." Like I don't like this that you build your stats and then in the late game you're switching to Leroy Mantid. But I I love the end game state of the game. Right now. I'm, I'm not switching that. to Leroy Manted. I just kill you. Yeah, you're not. So you're, I, you're I don't know this difference. I'm switching to Leroy <laughs> Mantis if I've had a bad game. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess I have to play Leroy's. But if I'm having a good game, I don't need to do this. So it, for me, it's like, it's it's insurance, I guess. Or, or like, to be fair, Leroy Tech, you know, Mantid Tech, like for some matchups, sure. But like, yeah. they have to beat me first. You know what I'm saying? Like I've told you. <laughs> they got to demand my respect. You know, if they're not, if they're not doing anything, then it doesn't. But it's it's also good, I would say, if you're if you're having a good time, let's say with uh, dark gaze, you usually have a flex slot to still at least end on end on mounted, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. That's that's a reasonable play. Um, I, I guess I'm. I just my, my problem would be is if we don't have these cards, like you need them, right? You need them, man. Yeah. Like just just think about the state of Quillbor right now, even without <laughs> cookie abuse, dynamic duo. How often does that shit go? Yeah, to I, I was watching a, a player and uh, they're against another streamer and uh, they just put a random Leroy in the front and then like fought the Quiver player. He had like a 450 uh, duo yeah. and, and, and oh. 100% dead if you <laughs> didn't buy that, that Leroy, 100% dead. And I was yeah. just like, I was like, Leroy's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, kind of buggy that fight. Like it's. <laughs> that's my point right like we're at a stage where people can actually make 400 health like you know let's say 200 health to make it you know 400 health duos no buddies like it's crazy it, it's more like you've uh you've had two and you tripled right and that makes sense uh oh, that was a single duo like this. that was a non-golden duo yeah, non-golden wow non but yeah i mean if you have enough dark gaze yeah like you just double double dark gaze like so yeah it's 
you really, really need to have poison. And and I, I would say both of them. I don't think it's just the... Uh, it, it could have been golden, to be fair. I, I wasn't really paying that much Either attention. Way, it does, like 400 for 100 to me sounds like uh, he had two 200 200s. And a few it, it, does, it does sound like... I agree. It does sound like he tripled it. That's... Otherwise, it's like with Hogger, right? If they have Dargaze Hogger, then he had, sure. he did, he did have Hogger. All right, yeah. If you have Hogger, then it doesn't have to be golden. Probably was, but you know, doesn't have yeah, to be. Yeah, double Dargaze Hogger. Yeah, let's go. Sneak that in there, right? To just say like, you know, the podcast supports Mantidly, right? <laughs> we, uh, we like this. Right? Hey, don't yeah, don't don't, don't don't put my name on. Let me see if I do. You know. I you don't, you don't need it. <laughs> I am indifferent. You okay? So I guess we're somewhat supporting because if you're supporting, I'm indifferent, and I guess we're leaning, we're yeah, leaning right. support. So I'll, I'll give it to you. We're we're between indifferent and in favor, so slightly in favor, and, uh, cautiously in favor of the cards. That's that's with me. Yeah, I, I, I'm indifferent in like ninety percent of things, and it's like ah, the lead mantid or not mantid, but like a. Uh, Lead uh, mackerel, you know. So I'm like, ah, overwhelmingly support the lead man to, ma- <laughs> uh, mackerel objective, you know. But other than that, it's like, yeah, I'm indifferent. Anyways, um, I think that's it, right, for us. That's it for today. It's this this is a long one. I I liked it, everyone, and I said it was going to be long. Yeah, well, I I think it's just a cool. Uh, I think it's a cool meta, and we both played quite a bit and you know there was a qualifying time and all that so yeah it's still but it's every time you tell me like oh it's gonna be a short one shady i'm like yeah we'll see about that yeah um, i know I, maybe i shouldn't i shouldn't fake our viewers out like ah it's gonna be short guys no it's not <laughs> well, here's the thing though for any podcast listeners they see how long the thing I know, is. i know i know they know they know what's coming right yeah there. Uh, there's there's like a two and a half hour one who's like hey guys this one's gonna be pretty sure we just have a couple of things to talk yeah. about they're looking like this yeah. is two and a half little metal talk, you know, <laughs> 45 minutes in and be like no calls it was definitely this what are you talking about so like, like you've gone on like a half hour tangent to be like oh that's a good tangent fair enough anyways um Thank you guys for watching. Da da da. HSBG podcast at Gmail. You can find us on Twitter and Twitch. And you uh, have the Lobby Legends qualifier tomorrow. So you can watch that if you like. But other than that, we will see you guys later. Take care of everyone and uh, have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, or night. Have a good one, everyone.